Daily Conversations Saved My Life. That's right. You heard me correctly. Daily Conversations Saved the Life of a Person I Was Having a Conversation With. And I couldn't believe it until he told me this story. This makes a lot of sense for people who are looking to grow their business, and I'm going to share it with you today on this episode of the Do This Sell More Show. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. This is another edition of the Do This Sell More Show. It's great to be here with you today. Today we're talking about conversations, in fact, daily conversations. Back in the days when I had dozens of employees, I would ask lots of open-ended questions during the interview process. And one of my favorite questions was, tell me about a time when you had to make a big change in your life. One time during an interview with a man named Michael, I asked this question and his answer not only landed him the customer service job for which he was applying, it also reinforced something I learned years ago about human behavior. Michael started his answer cautiously. He said, well, when I was in my 20s, my sister passed away suddenly. Both my parents died when I was really, really young, and my grandmother raised us, and she had been gone for a number of years. So when my sister passed away, this left me all alone in the world. Trying to fill the need for belonging, I fell in with a bad crowd, and I began drinking a lot. As I listened to Michael, I couldn't help but think to myself, oh, I'm going to hear another story of hard luck and how tough times really ruined what could have been a promising career. But it really didn't go that way at all. Michael then sat up in his chair and he said, you know, I got to the point where I had to have a drink first thing in the morning just to steady my nerves. And then I drank throughout the day just to get by. Every day was the same, he said. I'd wake up, I'd have a drink, I'd go to the local deli and buy some food for the day and, of course, more booze. And then I'd sit at home and eat enough to survive and then drink till I passed out while watching TV. And then I'd wake up the next morning and do it all over again. One of the things I became good at was disguising the fact that this was my routine. I drank vodka, so there was hardly any odor. I took a shower. I always shaved before going out to the market and the liquor store. And I became smart about how I spoke, so people couldn't really tell that I was impaired, at least early in the morning anyway. I had to walk through a small park in order to get to the market. One day I was walking through the park and I saw a man sitting on a bench under a small gazebo. And he looked up at me and he smiled. I nodded and smiled back. As the days passed, I started noticing him more often. He was there every day, just sitting and staring into the distance. His glance always caught mine, and we began exchanging greetings. I guess it was about three or four weeks after I first noticed him, our greeting exchange turned into a full-blown conversation. The next day, the man invited me to sit next to him. Having no particular place to go and nothing to do, I welcomed the opportunity. As time passed... Our conversations happened on a daily basis, and these conversations were often long. Sometimes they lasted an hour or more. This was time that I spent completely distracted from my mission, which was essentially to drink myself to death. As the length of our daily conversations grew, so did the clarity I had in my life. One day, after talking for hours, the man invited me to join him on a walk. 
The trip ended as we parted company at the entrance to a basement of a church. The man said he had to attend a meeting there. As I turned to walk away, my friend of now, I don't know, about four months, invited me to join him. That was my first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. It was five years and 15 days ago. These days, I run a couple of different meeting groups. I've been a sponsor for a few people. And each morning, I sit in the park on that same bench. I sit there in case someone wanders through and needs someone to talk to. Those daily conversations saved my life. Michael, in his powerful, articulate answer to an interview question, really crystallized something for me. Something incredible. As a professional, someone who provides advisory services to businesses and individuals, your role is to have conversations. And sometimes these conversations alone are of so much value to your clients, they will pay you simply to have the ability to stay connected with you. What does this mean for you? What does this mean for your ability to build and develop a business? Well, it means everything. Clients come to me wondering why their business is broken. They wonder why, with all their credentials and with all their success over the years, they haven't been able to build a business that's sustainable in good times and in bad. Well, here's the truth. You've been focusing on the wrong thing. Instead of focusing on building a book of business, you should have been focusing on building and collecting relationships. This means you focus on dozens of individual conversations. That's what this podcast and this time together is all about. Each day, I come into your world and I invite you to have a conversation with me. Sometimes I spend our time together teaching you something. Sometimes I entertain you. Sometimes I do both. And you should be doing the same thing with your clients. Here's how. You can do monthly letters to clients, evangelists, and prospects. Each month, sit down and write a letter to your audience. Share some new information with them. Share some guidance. Tell them a story or two. They'll love it and they'll stay engaged with you. Start a weekly email. Set up a weekly version of your letter to your clients. This is closer to a conversation than an informational broadcast. You can engage your audience and invite them to connect back with you. They'll reply sometimes, sometimes they'll call you, and you'll be amazed at how many new clients come off of your email list just waiting to do business with you, acting as if they've known you all their lives. Host a daily podcast and or a daily video show. If you really want intimacy with your audience, you'll communicate with them each day. This is your chance to help the most people. Educate, inform, and entertain them, but most importantly, connect with them on a personal level. Share stories that are special and important to you. Listen to their feedback and adjust. But most importantly, remember that frequency of communication builds trust. Some people won't want this type of relationship with you, but people who are most important, the people who will become your clients, the people who will refer you business, the people who want to stay connected with you will crave this interaction. And over time, the number of people who listen or watch your show will grow. The number of people who read your monthly newsletter sent in the mail or your weekly newsletter sent via email will grow and expand. All the while, people exiting your audience and coming into your life as clients. That's 
what you're looking for. You're adding value to thousands and thousands of people with your newsletters and then 1%, 2%, or maybe even 10% of them will eventually show up on your doorstep looking to connect with you to have you help them with something they know you can solve, with a problem you can fix for them, or with a relationship they want to have with you, or simply to have a conversation. This is the foundation of all relationships, and it's the foundation of your business in professional services. Conversations can save your life, and they will absolutely help you build your business. Until tomorrow, my name is Dave Lorenzo. This is the Do This Sell More show. We are here every day, and I look forward to continuing to grow my relationship with you. We'll see you right back here tomorrow, and until I do, I hope you stay healthy, stay well, and stay strong.